I believe that love is all around us. Love is everything and everywhere. I am love. You are love. We are all love. In our divinity, in our soul, in the truest and simplest form of our being, we are pure, unconditional love. Love is the answer to everything. Every week in this podcast, we're talking to incredible and beautiful people who will be sharing their insights and perspectives to help you find more peace, to help you come from a place of love more often, to help encourage you to be kinder to yourself and others, to help you create more happiness in your life, to help you feel more oneness with others, and to help you connect to your higher self. My name is Justin Court. Together, we will help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be more loving, kind, peaceful, happy, empathetic, understanding, and accepting. This can only be achieved together. It starts with each and every one of us. We are one, and it's time we start acting that way. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I love you, I support you, and I'm here for you. Let's together create more love in this world. Let's do this. Today's guest is Bobby Picciotto. He's the co-owner of A Warehouse, which is a transformation studio offering foundational mind-body practices for all to experience the joys of healing, growth, and awakening. They offer online classes such as guided meditation, breathwork, yoga, sound healing, and many others. I'm so appreciative of Bobby. He has such a calming and peaceful energy. I learned so much during our conversation, and he gave me new perspectives to aid in my growth. I know he'll do the same for you. He has such a beautiful mind, and I'm honored to share his thoughts and teachings with you all. Please welcome Bobby Picciotto. Bobby Picciotto, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast and being here with me, man. I, I appreciate you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate you too. I'm glad we were able to connect. Yes, of course. So I was introduced to Bobby from my brother. They used to work together uh, in New York City. And Tom, my brother, has always just had like really great things to say about you, man. And um, in looking for people, you know, to have on the podcast, he was like, yeah, you should, you should definitely talk to Bobby. He's just, he's very spiritual. He's really open-minded. He's got these great perspectives. He's pushing out the message of love and kindness and all of this good stuff. So I was just really excited to, to have you on. Um, so Bobby, if you can give people just uh, you know, a, a quick understanding of the warehouse uh, and the transformation studio and just what you are implementing and what you're giving to the world right now. Yeah, for sure. So I run a project called A Warehouse with my partner, Christine. And uh, A Warehouse is a transformation studio. We offer foundational mind-body practices for all to experience the joys of healing, growth, and awakening. Like we really want to put that emphasis on the joy. Like this doesn't have to be a grueling experience. It could be an enjoyable experience. And we encourage people to creatively explore that through meditation, uh, energy and sound work, um, movement classes, wisdom teachings, um, different kinds of workshops, ceremonies, and, and celebrations. Awesome. So good, man. Mind and body practices. Yes. I'm just, um, so I have only, I feel like a few years ago, really come into the space of being really mindful, doing meditation, trying to bring awareness more into my reality. Sound healing is definitely something I, I've only experienced a couple times that I would love to jump a little bit more into as well. Um, but I love this man that you are just creating the space for people to be able to access all of these different things for their own spiritual growth. It's a really beautiful place, man. Can you just, um, Sorry if you just said this, but can you let people know the the site so people can go on and, and find these classes? 
Yeah, sure. So the website is awarehousenyc.com. We're on Instagram as awarehousenyc. You could find me personally on Instagram at physical.observer. Awesome. Thanks, buddy. And right, so right now, uh, you said that all these things are available digitally online. Um, and I know COVID, you know, affected this, obviously, but uh, is the plan to have a physical space where people are able to come together? Yeah, so for the remainder of the year, we're, we're going to plan on doing some like sort of pop-up physical location spaces, maybe like a one or two nights here or like a week there, something like that. But definitely long-term goal is to sort of set up these little centers as many places as we can. Yes, awesome. That's so cool. Um, and, and Bobby, how do you... So in t just in terms of spirituality, man, how did you get onto this path? You know, have you been spiritual your entire life? Is it something that's like newer? How, how did you get here, man? Yeah, so it's something I've always been interested in. I, I really took a shine to Buddhism when I was a teenager. Um, actually, like probably through people like the Beastie Boys and stuff like that. I was like, oh, like these guys... Are really into buddhism like maybe i should check that out because i really like the beastie boys and cool. then um and then you know uh i was fortunate enough to grow up on staten island where there's the tibetan museum um which is a really special place um it's called the jacques marche tibetan of museum art and it's a uh, the housing of the museum is built like a, in the traditional method of like a Tibetan temple. So I would go there a lot uh, when I was a teenager and just kind of, I never got like super deep into like the literature and stuff at that age, but I was like really fascinated by the artwork and, and um, yeah, just like the artwork and the aesthetic of everything. It was like, this stuff is really cool. And then I guess around the time I met your brother, I was really into listening to people like Ram Das and Alan Watts and Terrence McKenna and people like that. Um, and I had, I've had tons of amazing conversations with your brother about it. Um, he turned me on to some other people. We would talk about people like Abraham Hicks yeah. or Bashar. Yes. Yes. So yeah, um, Tommy introduced me to Bashar. I really love Bashar. I think he has a great message. Um, and then at the same time, I was also really getting into wisdom teachings through uh, plant medicine ceremonies like ayahuasca and stuff like that. Um, and I've had, I've had some really amazing transformative experiences in that realm. And just recently, like over the last year or so, oh, actually before the last year or so, maybe around four or five years ago, I got really, I'm a musician. Uh, I'm a third generation musician. Um, and I got really into sound, um, sound meditation or like the therapeutic applications of sound. So I started taking classes on sound meditation, how to facilitate sound meditations. And that really kind of leveled up my meditation game, my own personal meditation practice. Um, Christine and I hold uh, in-person sound meditations at different studios around New York. Um, you, The ones we've done the, the most at are Three Jewels in the East Village and Sky Ting, which uh, had a few locations. I'm not sure which locations are still open right now, but they definitely have cool online offerings you could still check out. And so, yeah, after after doing sound meditations for a few years, when COVID hit um, and quarantine was uh, put in place, I I'm very particular about the the way the sound is transmitted. So I didn't really want to do sound meditations over Zoom because it's the audio quality is not really up to snuff for that sort of experience. Um, like Zoom does great things. It's it's really awesome in a lot of ways, but for high quality, mm. high fidelity audio, 
it's not really ideal. So at that point, um, Christine and I both decided like we should take training to teach regular meditation. So uh, over the last year, we've been training on how to facilitate guided meditations without the use of sound. Um, we studied with Three Jewels uh, in the East Village and the, the meditation that you joined a little earlier today is in that tradition. That's the Tibetan Buddhist tradition. It's a Mahayana lineage. And that's just been really eye-opening and helped put a lot of things perspective, tie a lot of loose ends together. So that's that's pretty much brings you up to date. Uh, we still study with them and we still teach classes in, in that tradition. Cool, man. <clears throat> really awesome to see the progression and how you just, you know, as time went on, you were introduced to something else and then found something else. And they just kept building and building on top of each other. And in the most recent thing, it's really cool how you're saying it was starting to just like tie everything together. It's really awesome when you're going through, I feel like just, you know, your growth as a human being and you have these things that are starting to stack and then you have an experience or two that really starts to link all of those prior things together and starts to click in areas that just weren't really clicking before. And, um, you, you know, you feel it, you feel like the fullness of it and you feel like the, the connection to you and you're like, wow, that is what they meant or now i'm just really feeling the fulfillment of what they were talking about before because of this new thing and at least for me in, in my spiritual journey it's been really beautiful because everything is connected everything keeps building on the next thing and i'll listen to one book and then i'll listen to a podcast in the same realm and i'm like oh my gosh it'll just reinforce the beliefs and the understandings and the truths that were said prior and when you hear them again and again but in a different format and in a different way where it'll make it click and link in you know in a way you didn't kind of see coming that is a beautiful thing man that feels awesome when when those things start to happen yeah it's great and and it um you know when you hear like a South American lineage saying the same thing as a Tibetan lineage and they're saying the same thing from another part of the world, then you start to realize, oh wait, they're all kind of leading up to the same thing. It, it yep. definitely reinforces and validates all those things you've been learning. Yes, so true. Because at least for me, you know, the first one, two, or maybe even a few times of hearing something, like it'll start to sink in. And you know, when you're brand new to it, it's kind of like, it, it's new obviously. So there's a little bit of a barrier sometimes. And sometimes it really just takes at least a few times for it to start to sink. But when you're really getting very similar information, like you just mentioned, from another culture or another book or another area or realm, and it links to what you've heard before, you start to feel those breakthroughs where the thing that you were feeling good about, but a little bit unsure, but you're hearing it from another place and you're like, wow, these things are really coming together. and it's 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 awesome man when something that you were kind of uncertain about but you believed in but your ego mind is still like man that's not what you've been told forever i don't know if you should believe that yet but then you'll hear it again somewhere else and then i'll pick up another book and it's there but it's in a again it's always in like a slightly different form but mm -hmm. that slightly different form helps link and lock those pieces in together totally yeah it's awesome man can you just tell people too a little bit about the the meditation um that that we just did um it's I, one i never heard of before it's a little bit unique but amazing so if you could just share that with people yeah for sure i'd be happy to the um so the i call the class that i teach shape your reality and it's about getting what you really want and it's based on um the tibetan practice which is called they call it rejoice in the text so Basically, the way to get what you really want is to help somebody else get that thing. And then the crucial piece of the puzzle is to celebrate the fact that you helped them achieve it. And it's really simple and it's very powerful. It's kind of like Peter Pan. If you want to fly, think happy thoughts. Um, and the reason it works like, is because we, it's a self-selecting process because we are witnessing ourselves do these things. Um, so through our thoughts, our speech, and our action, we're, we're witnessing ourselves have these thoughts, speech, speech, and action. 
So it's kind of like the algorithm uh, on social media. If you're on TikTok or Instagram, you spend some time looking at cats, the algorithm knows you're looking at cats, it knows to feed you more cats. So the, the kittens start coming in, the kittens start rolling in, but you wanna reinforce that behavior. So the way you reinforce that is, you know, in on social media, you, you comment on it, you like it, you save it to your collection, you forward it to your friends. It's the same thing with our mental states. You wanna, you know, it's, it's great that you held the door for someone, but it becomes mundane. It becomes just part of the regular everyday life. And uh, we forget to take the time to celebrate these good things we do. So it's like commenting on it and saving it to our collection and then forwarding it to a friend. It's a practice of um, tripping the algorithm of our own minds. So yeah, we, you know, we all do nice things for others and ourselves but we don't spend a lot of time acknowledging and celebrating it. And that's what this practice does. It acknowledges and celebrates the good things we do and um, helps us experience more of that positivity in turn. Awesome, man. What, what a, a great practice. That's something I never really, oh, wow. I never really thought about that. It's so important. And I practice gratitude a lot, but this is like another form of it where that is so important, I think, for us to reflect back on the positive impacts we're making on the world and the good that we're putting out there because it just makes us feel great on the inside and law of attraction, right? I feel like the more we're doing these things, the more we're actually thinking about them and putting our focus and awareness on them, the more we're going to bring just these great loving situations more and more into our lives. And Bobby, the algorithm thing, man, that helps that click for me. You're saying it in yeah. the way that you said it, really, it's like, oh, okay, that like that really makes it simple to understand in doing things like this, how it comes back to us and, and how it actually works. Yeah, the traditional example they give is a is a, a seed. So like when you do something nice, you plant a positive seed and this practice waters that seed. So, you know, you yeah. And you, you plant whatever seed you plant, like that, that is the thing that's going to return to you. So like you plant an apple tree, you're not going to get oranges from it, you know? So yeah. this is, this is a way to water those seeds that are already planted. And, you know, it's really, it's, it's a really fun meditation in our lineage. Um, they call it the coffee meditation because like you don't necessarily have to do it in like the traditional meditation posture and, you know, sit in a certain way. Like our, our teacher says like, you know, you can at the end of the day, like you can just like relax like on your bed or on your couch and have like a cup of tea or coffee and just like sip it and just think about all those good things you've done today or mm. this week or. So good, recently. man. And what I just think an awesome practice of self-love too. Like, I think it's really important too to bring, yes, to bring your awareness and the, the beautiful things that we're doing so that we can have love for ourselves. Because if we don't bring our awareness back to the fact that I helped somebody do something today, or I was really kind to somebody today, it, it is, it's like a fleeting moment that is just now kind of gone and not really, I mean, a part of us, but not, a, not as much of a part of us as it could be if we really did reflect on it and be in that moment and just feel the goodness that we're giving people and also feel that self-love for ourselves and be like, wow, I did something like, you know, it, with humility, obviously, but like, wow, I did something really kind for that person today. And just bringing your awareness to that, man, is is just so powerful. And I just really quickly too want to touch on the fact that, Bobby, this is a beautiful message, man. The fact that you're saying, right, in the things that like we want to achieve or be to help somebody achieve those things first. Like what a brilliant way of, thinking and achieving those things and it's a way that most people don't think about at all you know when we want to achieve something it's like okay me 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 ego how can i do this how can i achieve this and to flip things totally and be like well let me give this to someone else let me help somebody do this first to start to bring it into my reality is an incredible way to to think about it man it's so cool Totally. And I was definitely stuck in like the old way of like thinking, oh, like I don't have time to help other people because I need to focus on, on my thing. And if I help 
someone else, I'm going to have less time for my thing. And, you know, it appears to, to be that way. It appears that that's how reality works. And then, you know, you try this, this um, form of radical kindness and, you know, just try it, see how, see how it works for you. Like I, I, I get really amazing positive results from it. If you want to uh, hear Geshe Michael, our, our, the teacher of founder of Three Jewels. If you want to hear him talk about it, you could type Geshe Michael into YouTube, Geshe Michael Coffee Meditation. There's a few short lectures about that where he goes into more detail. It's really beautiful. Awesome. Yes. Okay, cool. I'm writing those down right now. Wow, that's huge. Amazing. Just uh, such a different... Life is just so awesome. In any moment, you can get a new perspective on something and how to handle it. And when it is, you know, deriving from a place of love and kindness, it's like, you might just try it. Why not just give it a shot? You know what I mean? Because the worst comes to worst, you're going to feel amazing for helping somebody out. That's like the worst case situation (laughs) is that you're going to feel awesome for showing somebody some kindness or, or helping them in some way. And I shared this with Bobby right before uh, we hopped on, but I'm a massive fan of Gabby Bernstein. I think she's just a such a, a beautiful mind and, and person. And uh, something that helped me shift my perspective on things is when we see somebody who has what, what we want, right? And in this situation, I love that Bobby takes it like a step further. And instead of just seeing somebody, like we're actually going out and helping that person. But in the episode that Gabby or in the, in the part that Gabby had mentioned, uh, she talks about how when, you know, we're detached from that person. Like in, in Bobby's situation, he knows them, he's able to go help them. But when we're detached from that person and we see through social media or whatever, and we see somebody having something that we want, instead of having um, envy or jealousy or any sort of negative emotion towards that person because we're frustrated or mad because we want and we feel like we deserve what they have, instead of feeling those negative emotions, bring some positive emotions into your reality and change your thought. And instead of feeling negative, feel grateful that you're seeing this and and understand that this is the God source universe showing up in your reality and showing you that this thing exists. And it's just bringing it closer to you and bringing it more into reality. So instead of being mad about it, be like, all right, cool. This is showing up. I'm on the right path. I'm going in the right way. And um, that for me was just like a, a huge shift. And when you can really break that down in that moment of feeling just like shitty and negative towards that person, how much that feeling sucks. We've all had that feeling and it does not feel good for anybody. So if we can change it and instead feel grateful on that situation, it just, it changes everything for you. It was awesome. Totally. And I, I have, um, it reminds me of a mantra I kind of work with. I don't remember where I heard it first, but it's, I, I wish nothing for myself that I do not wish for all beings. Hmm. And I wish nothing for any being that I do not also wish for myself. Yes. Wow. Beautiful. And I feel like that right there too, that's such a, uh, that like the oneness idea that like we're literally all one and that embodies that thought fully. Wow. Bobby, my man, what are, so I know we've talked about meditation and sound healing that you teach. What are some of the things that you do on a daily or weekly basis that help continuously put you in this sort of a state of mind? So the practice we did earlier, the rejoicing practice or shape your reality. Mm -hmm. um, I try to do that every night if I can, you know, you don't have to take it too seriously. You can just like relax for a minute get comfortable and just review the good things you did today. And those could be like simple things, like we said, like holding the door for someone, or maybe you prepared a meal for yourself or your partner or um, family member. I meditate or I try to meditate every day, um, like a shamatha style, single pointed focus meditation for 30 minutes to an hour. I find that's, really helpful um so can i just ask you about that really quickly yeah yeah and i just want to remember where you're at so you can continue um in telling us so i meditate uh i've only been doing it for a few years now 
um, but I do a lot of visualization. You know, I have the certain ways that I meditate, but I'm always eager to understand and learn more about the other ways that people are meditating. So I feel like you're just, and it's okay. You're a little, you're more advanced than I am just in terms of understanding the different sorts of meditations that, 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 that we can do in a single pointed meditation. Are you literally focusing on one thing in your mind the whole time and trying not to deviate from that thought or how does that go? Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good way to simplify it. Um, so yes, in, in my practice, I focus on the physical sensation associated with my breath. So for me, it's like the whisper of air at the tip of my nose. Um, for other people, it might be like that physical feeling of the rising and falling of the chest or something, something else. But uh, we use the breath because that's something that's always available to you, you know? No matter where you are, whether like you're on a plane or you're at someone else's house or you're traveling, like you, your breath will always be there. So in that way, it's it's nice to practice with something like the breath as opposed to something like um, some sort of like sounds or music because, you know, maybe your phone dies or something like that and you don't have access to that music or the thing that you're you're used to focusing on the breath will always be there. So I like to imagine the process like a flower. So the, like the middle of the flower, that's um, that represents the primary object. Um, in this case, it's our breath. So we wanna keep our focused attention on that primary object. Then you have the petals coming out from the center of the flower. Each of those petals represent a distraction. You know, maybe there's 30 petals, maybe there's 50, maybe it's a really big flower. Um, and that can be anything. That could be like a, a physical sensation, positive or negative. You know, that could be like a pain or like a, a feeling, a, a positive sensation, like a tingle or an elation of some sort. This could be thoughts, this could be emotions. If anything that's not the breath, it could be the a sound of a bird flying by. All these things are gonna to try to pull your attention away from your object. And your job is to keep your attention focused on the object. And when it starts to drift, because it will, unless you're like a super advanced <laughs> meditator, um, it is going to pull your attention away from the object. And your job at that point is to be very gentle with yourself mm. and know that you haven't done anything wrong, and that this is a natural part of the process and to very gently refocus your attention on the object. We're not trying to pretend those other things aren't there. They are gonna be there. Um, you are gonna feel something in your neck or your shoulder, or you're gonna think about food and then, you know, that it's gonna just start the snowball rolling and it's gonna get bigger and it's gonna pull pull your attention away. It's, it's in that moment when your attention gets pulled away is the most crucial piece of the puzzle that you celebrate the fact that you noticed your mind wandering and to very gently bring the attention back because you're now you're adding that layer of positive reinforcement. You're gonna come back to your object more quickly and you're gonna stay on your object longer. So, um, that's basically the practice. And there's there's like kind of like a four part, a four part sequence that happens. You settle on the object, you're focused on the object, you're focused on your breath, something happens, there's a distraction. You are no longer focused on the object, you are focused on the sound of a bird. Then your mind starts to wonder. You're focused on the sound of a bird. Oh, birds are pretty. Their, their feathers are so nice. Your mind just starts to wander. Then that fourth thing that happens, you realize you're not on the breath anymore. You hold on. There's like a moment of introspective awareness where you realize you're not on the object. And it's at that point you celebrate the fact that you discovered you're not on the object. Very gently bring yourself back to the object. Um, thank you so much for this bobby because in meditation it's something in meditating it's something i'm trying to work on a lot where i will lose focus or I'm, my mind will go and focus on something else 
And for a while, I would be frustrated with myself. Literally, I'd be like, it's like that quick, like um, beating myself up for a moment of like, mm -hmm. dude, like get your shit together. Like, why can't you can't just sit here and focus on one thing in, in this moment? Like, stop letting your mind drift. Like, what's going on? And and that is you. I can feel it. It is a detrimental way of practicing, and it's it's so known, but it is still something I feel like where the ego will jump in and be like, dude, you got to be better at this. How come you're not doing so well? And Bobby, the fact that you turn that and instead of feeling doubt or anything bad about yourself you're celebrating the fact that it wandered off for a second in the knowing that and i love how you said it before too it's like you know like your mind's going to wander off it, like it just is it's just like what it does and i think that's a relief for a lot of people to hear and to know that this is literally happening to everybody who practices meditation again unless you're at like this insane level um, we're all in this equally and, and the same and just you reinforcing that again for me, man. And in like the beautiful, subtle, very calming way that you just explain that, um, I thank you for that gift. Cause that is, that is going to help me in those moments. And I know it's what I should be doing, but it's moments like this that are going to help reinforce that for me instead of judging myself to being, instead of judging, instead of feeling celebration and good feelings and good energy for it. And then just, I love that too, man, just gently bringing your focus back in, not crazily, again, not being mad at yourself for it, just allowing it to just slowly and peacefully come back in. Thanks. Totally. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Um, a great resource for the meditation process and learning how to work with these different obstacles is uh, The Mind Illuminated by John Yates. It's uh, it's available on audiobook or or regular book i highly recommend it um it will take you through every potential obstacle you may have and give you the proper uh antidote got it amazing and bobby i just want to ask too in in that meditation that you're doing and you right you said you were putting your focus kind of at the tip of your nose right where the air is coming in and coming out mm-hmm that's where your main focus is. And you're using the flower as like a metaphor, right? Of your focus and all these petals. So you're not visualizing a, a flower or petals, right? You're just symbolizing and saying the, the petals, those are the things that are. Yeah. I don't, I don't visualize that during the meditation. That's just a metaphor for yes. how to uh, participate in the process. I also like to use the analogy of um, a painting on the wall. If you go to a museum, you see a painting on the wall, you're you're focused on that painting on the wall. Right. So there's there's two there's two things. You have your focused attention and your peripheral awareness. Your focused attention is on the painting. Your peripheral awareness is aware that there are people whispering back there. There's the wall that the painting is hanging on. Um, maybe there's like a bench or a, a museum guard. All of that stuff is still in your experience. We're not trying to erase it from our experience. All of that stuff can hang out in our peripheral awareness as long as our focus main is maintained on the painting. Got it. So good, man. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for, yeah, honestly, just these little ways to explain that are, are just very easy to digest and, and understand. Um, and then just in your daily practice and, and the stuff that you do, um, I wanted to just go back to that. Thank you for coming off for a minute with me. Um, but besides, you know, the things that you had mentioned, and then you had talked about meditation, um, what else are some of the things that you do that put you in the state? Yeah, so the meditation is definitely a big one for me. That's definitely near the top of the list. Um, I really do everything I can to make that time I set aside for meditation feel special and sacred and really treat that um, as something really exciting, you know, like frame it however you need to frame it for yourself to make it exciting for you. Yeah. Like, if, you know, if I'm like, if, if it helps, like, you know, thinking about it as like wizard school training or like Jedi mind training or something exciting like that, like I, I'll do that. Um, other than that, I try to get some physical exercise in, you know, 
like some calisthenics. I don't I don't like go to a gym or anything, but like I'll definitely do some like push-ups, sit-ups, yoga, that kind of stuff. Um, try to eat clean mm. as much as I can. Uh, I'm a big fan of like uh, like the the biohacking pioneers like uh, Dave Asprey with Bulletproof and Ben Greenfield. I try to like follow a sort of similar regimen with my eating and um yeah just try to like eat clean keep a keep a positive mental attitude throughout the day um i have like a um what do you call it i have like a timer set up so like every three hours my timer goes off and i check in with my mind and i just how how am i doing right now am i like am i living in my code am, am i living to my own like code of conduct am i doing the things am i acting in the way i want to be acting am i thinking things the way i want to be thinking them so yeah like it just one of them just went off when we were when we were talking so like you know I'll do like one o'clock and then like four o'clock and i'll do that six times a day um and just check in with myself see where i'm at wow man love that so powerful that's a Wow. That's such a good one. It's like, it's making sure you're being aware of your thoughts and where you are, right? It's like, we, we can try to do that. And that's something I, I, I do throughout the day. I'll just be very aware of my thoughts. I, I really try to not allow my subconscious mind to just kind of run rampant, right? And, and be free. And I always want to be deliberate and intentionable and intentional and conscious about the thoughts that I'm having. And dude, what a great, thank you for sharing all these with me, man. Because when I, you know, I always want to make things tangible and talking to someone like you, my thoughts would be like, okay, how do I get to this place? You know, how, how can I, how can I start to see these sorts of results and, and start to have this sort of a mindset? And these are such great examples of how people can do that. Like literally today, they can start to work those things into their practice and into their every day. And I think that's a really, and I've heard people do that before. And I think that's such a brilliant one, having that timer to make sure that you are just, at least, you know, six times a day, at least checking in with yourself, seeing where you're at. How much time do you, do you spend? Is it just like, you know, 30 seconds? You know, sometimes is it longer than others because you're just, you know, you're more aligned that day? Yes. Yeah, so the, this particular practice that I do is is part of the um, Tibetan lineage that I'm a part of. So I learned this from uh, my teacher, Three Jewels, who learned it from his teacher. And um, it's called, they call it a six times book. So each day there's like um, a list of like the certain things you're going to check on. And like you kind of rotate that throughout throughout the course of a week. So the six the six mental habits I'm checking today are different than the six mental habits I'm checking tomorrow. And you're cycling through this long list of sort of like mental checks. Uh, I forgot exactly what the question was. How, oh, how long do I spend on each one? Yeah. So, so may, yeah, sometimes it's a minute or two, sometimes a, a little more, sometimes a little less. Uh, it depends how busy I am. Sometimes like one of them like really hits me and like resonates and I'm like, oof. Like, I really got to think about that one for a minute. So maybe it'll be a little longer then. Mm -hmm. Wow. And yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are they, are they certain things on you know, the list that you are focusing on or in those moments, are you just bringing your awareness inward to make sure that you are being conscious and that you are having the thoughts that you want to have? What, what is exactly happening? This is just new for me, man. And I just want to yeah. make this as clear as possible for people. Um, and it's just a brilliant, beautiful thing that you're doing, man. And I just, I just want to understand it as much as I can. Yeah. So like, let's, let's like think of like some really simple ones that like everyone could get behind. Like, you know, like, I don't want to lie to people. Like that's yeah. obvious, like to me, like, you know, I don't want to lie to people. I don't yeah. want to hurt people. Um, I want to like protect others property, you know? I, so maybe those will be the first three things today, you know? So maybe at, 11 a.m. like I'll check like did did I lie in the last 24 hours like even if it was like a, a white lie a silly a silly thing like um 
you know, somebody asked me and I just like didn't even think about it. And I was like, oh no, like, you know, did you eat the chocolate bar? And you're like, chocolate. And you're like, no. <laughs> no. Um, you know, like every baby does that, right? Yeah. So it's like just like little checks, just little checks like that. Like, did I do that? Yes or no? What why did I do it? How did, like what cool. was I feeling when I did that? Um, what's something I can do to make sure I don't do that? Cool, man. Love that. Wow. That's wow. That's amazing to to because so many times those things that are who we want to be, right? It's like, right, I don't want to be a liar. I want to be kind to people. I want to do acts of service for my my wife. And we can have all these thoughts about ourselves and who we want to be and what we how we want to act and what we want to do. And I love this system. It's just helping us bring our awareness to it and making ourselves more accountable for who we actually do want to be. Wow. And to be able to stop and have those thoughts, I'm sure it brings into your mind sometimes things that you just didn't even realize that you did or totally forgot about. And you're like, shit, that's that's not aligned with, with the Bobby who I want to be. Totally. Right. And then you can now learn from and I, I'm sure you don't beat I'm, I'm sure you don't beat yourself up in those moments. But I think it's probably really important too to not um, have self hate towards ourselves in those moments. You know, if we did lie to someone and be like, I lied. And, you know, just again, not be negative about it, but instead just being grateful that we're aware of it. Like, okay, let me now just move forward and, and just try to be better and work this more into my consciousness and, and just really try to be that person that is like connected more to my higher self and the person who I know I can be and the person who I want to represent in, in this world. Um, in a, I think it was with conversations with God, I believe, but that's a, an amazing book where it's like every single moment of our lives, every single moment is a way for us to show to ourselves, to the universe, who we truly are, right? In any moment, it's like, okay, well, who am I going to be right now? Am I going to be the love kind person who I know I, I can truly be and I know who is at my core and my soul, or am I going to be something else? And that to me was just an, an awesome moment to bring my thoughts back to myself and be like, okay, cool. Wow. Now let me be more intentional about what I want to do. Let me be more aware and focused on the Justin I want to be in this world and the energy that I want to give to people. And that is just a brilliant way, I think, to, to, help, to help do that and to make sure that we are aligned with our truth and our soul and who we really want to be and what we want to manifest in this world. But. 100%. And and the simple act of bringing it into your awareness, that alone is going to change it. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have to make some sort of grand gesture necessarily. Just by tracking your own mind, you're going to naturally shape it more towards the things you want to be or do. Wow. Amazing. What a, wow, man, what a beautiful mind you have, Bobby, for real. Oh, uh, thanks, man. Of course. You know, I try not to have like regret in life or anything like that, but I'm just going to be transparent. Would have been cooler if I had known you while we were living in New York City together. I think you could have helped me a lot, just to being really honest. I also, being really transparent, I wonder if I was in a place to even receive this at that time because I might not have been. And right, that's the whole idea of like not having any regret. It's like, I feel like, Bobby, you came to me almost in, in, in the perfect time, right? It's like I could have wished for another time, but this is how things unfolded. I really do feel like the universe, God's source is taking us on a path that is more brilliant and, and amazing than we could ever comprehend. So when we feel like something isn't working out for us, instead maybe changing that thought to be like, wow, God of the universe is actually working things out even better than I could have ever imagined. And um, those helped me in those moments instead of being like, oh shit, man, I wish me and Bobby could have hung out more then. Just being appreciative of, of where it's at now and just being present and taking on the gifts and, and the things that I'm able to receive now from you and just embracing those things and being happy with that. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. And I'm happy to share everything I have with you. Yeah, man, this is so go so good. Bobby, my man, in life, and I feel like you're already on your path, man. You're already doing your thing. But in life, what do you feel like your purpose is and what do you want to create and manifest uh, in this world? 
my purpose. Um, I think my purpose in life is to share with others like my my joy and enthusiasm um, through my creative expression. Um, and in doing that, inspire others to share their joy and enthusiasm through their creative expression, create a network of inspired individuals that are constantly feeding back into that positive generation. Um, because I think, you know, the more the more each of us creatively expresses ourselves truly and like you said, vulnerably, without fear of being judged by others, um, the more we, we inspire others to do that. And the more we inspire others to do that, the more they inspire others to do that. And I think that that can just keep spreading and keep building. And that's why I love the name of your, your podcast, The Spread Love Movement, because it's, it's really in line with how I feel and how I approach life. Yes, man. That was awesome to hear you just say that. Uh, I, I mean, awesome. And thank you for love for spread love, but I mean all the stuff that you just said and encompassing that because I couldn't agree more, man. It's like when we can create these spaces of just being open and vulnerable and, and loving towards each other, it just amplifies and you nailed that, man. It just continues to go and just keeps happening and happening. And it's like, right, I as well, I want to aid in that, in that growth and those transformations. I don't want to hinder those things. I want to create more love. And, and with, like with Spread Love Movement, it literally is a movement. It's not just one of us. It's not just Bobby. It it's it's got to be everybody. It literally has to be this movement and this shift of consciousness, and a lot of us coming together. Because when all of us come together, and um, we're pushing out this energy into the world, it's creating more of it. Because that energy is hitting another person, and it's changing their mood and their energy, and then it hits another person and just continues to go and go. And that was just um, that was an awesome way that you just uh, that you worded that and put that out there and. It gives me, Bobby, so much hope and makes me just feel amazing to know that there are people out there like you that feel like that is their purpose. Like unreal to me that there's people exist, that that is their purpose to create that sort of a love and a change and, and openness because I just, I couldn't agree more, man. I, I really feel like that, that sort of idea and mentality is going to get us to a place of bliss. Um, and a place of just opening. And Bobby, you seem like just such a calming energy, man. It's just, it's nice to be with you um, and be around you. Um, and in your calmness and how you're speaking, man, it just like love is just like emanating from you and acceptance of people and wanting the best for people and wanting love for people. It just comes from you, man. And it's, um, it feels really good. So even you just being your true self in this moment, the energy that you're giving me and the energy that you're giving people, it's like, you're, you're doing it, man. Like you're in it right now. Uh, so thank you for that, buddy, for real. My, my pleasure. Yes. Bobby, I'm a huge fan of gratitude. It's something I, I work into my everyday practice. I focus on what I'm grateful for right when I wake up, right when I go to sleep. Um, I meditate almost daily. And in every meditation, I focus on the things that I'm grateful for. Because I feel like that, you know, it's just such a, that can shift your reality from a negative, low vibrational one to an amazing, high vibe, loving, just incredibly good feeling space. Um, is gratitude, well, first I want to ask you, what is just something that you are grateful for? And is gratitude something that you work in your practice or something that you focus on? Yeah, uh, I think gratitude is very important. Um, you know, when the quarantine began in, I guess it was last March now, yeah, last March, um, that was definitely a big part of my practice that helped me stay grounded and rooted through the whole thing. Um, at that time, I, like I would have like my morning routine 
And part of that morning routine was to list 10 things I'm grateful for and then go into like some serious detail on like one to three of them Hmm. um, to really kind of like cultivate that, that, that feeling of gratitude within myself, diving into the detail of it, why I'm grateful for it and and why it's so important to me. Hmm. Um, I haven't been journaling as much lately, uh, but you know, it, as you caught the end of the um, Shape Your Reality meditation, we finish out with a round of gratitude in there for being thankful for the things we have, knowing that those things came from good things we've done in the past. So that's how I work it into my practice now. But I, I do think it's very powerful to write it as well. Um, uh, I'm, I'm a... I'm really big into like flow state research, um, the work of Stephen Kotler and Jamie Wheel. They wrote this book called Stealing Fire and they have some other great stuff too. And there's like, there's a lot of science to back it up too that backs up gratitude practice, how it will have a profound shift on your mental state. And uh, yeah, that the, the flow state research that Stephen Kotler does is really good. I highly recommend checking him out. Um, he was, he's been very influential in, you know, shaping my practices and how I approach these things because he, he's really serious about backing all these things up with science and studies and um, that sort of thing. So um, mapping cloud nine is another great one from him. Just writing all these down, man. These are huge. I love this. And you said it's Stephen Cutler? Cutler, K-O-T-L-E-R. Amazing. Love it. And buddy, what is something just in life right now that you are grateful for? Uh, we recently moved into a new apartment. Um, I'm super grateful to be here. It's it's really, really nice. We, um, we left the city in July of last year. We headed upstate for a little while since everything was shut down here anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just moved back to Brooklyn. We're in Bushwick. Um, and I'm super grateful to be here and be surrounded by people that are supportive and interested in what we're doing. And mm. yeah, I, I guess that's like the most recent like ripening um, that I'm grateful for. I love that, man. And I think now you being back there, you're able to bring your practices and what you're doing more into people's lives and just get this out more to people and spread your message that much more. 100%. Yeah, Yeah. that's definitely a big part of the reason we came back is because we can just help serve more people being here. Yes. And honestly, I'm grateful that you guys are back there now too because you're going to be able to give this gift and help out that many more people. Man, I'm just so grateful to connect to someone like you because I'm just such a firm believer that it's these things that are really going to help the world. And Bobby, one of the biggest questions, probably the biggest question I ask people, and uh, again, you're, you're, you're pretty much in it, you're doing it, but um, one of my goals of Spread Love Movement and just me as a human is to help shift the collective consciousness of the planet to be in a state that is more peaceful and loving, kind, uh, more in tune with the idea of oneness and togetherness and compassion, all of those just high vibrational good energies. And I know that there's a, I know that this reality can exist. And it's people like you that reinforce that belief more and more. And in that reinforcement, it becomes truer and truer and more real. Um, so, Bobby, what do you feel like you are doing now? Um, or again, even plan to, uh, in the future that will help shift us to this more beautiful state of consciousness. Yeah. So I think, I think meditating is a big part of that for sure. Um, when you meditate, you find you find joy and tranquility within yourself, but there's also a big component of getting insight 
right? That's like a really big part of it. You, you still yourself enough that insight from within, from deep within you can come out and flourish. Mm. So I think that's a big part of it. I think being in community together, something we do, um, I, I have a background of throwing parties. That's like, that's been my bread and butter for the last 11 years. I, I like to throw like big parties and, you know, being able to bring people together like that and celebrate life and, and just, just be with each other and be happy and just like, um, you know, dance and sing and just really, really just let loose together. I think, I think that that has a profound effect on people, you know, and there's like, there's like always that like one guy at the party who's just like, he's having so much fun and he's just like letting it go. And that you can see it, you can see it's infectious. And, and, you know, the person near him starts getting more excited. And then like, before you know it, like everyone's got a smile on their face and they're all, they're all just like really, really doing it. Um, so that's one of the things we want to do with the warehouse too, is have like these more conscious nightlife events where people can come and celebrate without engaging in um, harmful activities or non-sustainable actions like over drinking or um, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, the, I'll leave it there. Great, man. That was... Awesome. And as you were, no one's answered this question in that way, in terms of getting people together, like literally sharing energy, just being with one another, flowing, feeling good. And as you were describing that, Bobby, I was putting myself in that situation and it feels so good. And I do feel like that is something that is definitely going to help shift the consciousness because we're all one. We do need to feel connected towards one another. And when we can feel connected and feel like we can be open and true to ourselves, wow, that is a really, really incredible place to be. And the intention behind it. Like when, yeah. you know, when Christine and I do our sound meditations, before we let people in the room, we like, we do like the, a little mini ceremony together. Yep. And like the, the thing we say is like, may this bring the highest amount of good to the most people, mm -hmm. right? And if you infuse everything you do with that, that little thing, all right, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something really simple, like make a sandwich, but like, like may, may I do the highest amount of good for the most people in making the sandwich. And you can bring that, you know, you can bring that state of mind into any little action you do, and it's gonna infuse that action with so much more power. Wow. Intention is something that I am bringing more into um, my life and I'm trying to do you know, have intention with everything that I'm doing or as many times as I can when I bring my awareness to it. Um, Bobby, I'm going to, I started to write down what you were saying, but I'm also still trying to be present in our conversation. Can you just say again what you guys say? Yeah, so it's basically just being in service to all, like you said, we're all one. So, yeah. you know, that you can, you can do something in service to everything, or you can do something in service to only yourself. Right. So when we do it, we, when, whatever we do, we try to do it in service to all beings. So the, the actual phrase I said was, may this do the highest amount of good for the most amount of beings or people. Got it. Yes. I love that, man. So good. That's, I love that's setting an attention before doing something like that too is, is great. I, I was a guest on, on a podcast, um, a couple months ago. Her name is Barbara. I love her so much. And we set an intention before the podcast and, uh, it's just it, to go into something with a thought of, you know, what we want to achieve out of this and not even like what we want to achieve, but just like what goodness we want to put out into the world, man, and how we want to help people is so awesome. I am going to, Bob, you've been crushing it, man. You've been helping me with a lot of stuff. I'm definitely going to, I wrote that down and I wanted to really have a good understanding of, of exactly how you said it. Uh, so I'm going to work that into my intentions 
and when I start to do things, because what a beautiful thought. May I do the highest amount of good for the most amount of people or beings. May I do the highest amount of good for the most amount of people. Yes, Bobby. Amazing. Yeah. And in the, in the Buddhist tradition, you would, they phrase it as for the sake of all sentient beings. Yes. Wow. Yes. Amazing. Thanks, Bobby, man. This has been, uh, this has been an, an awesome conversation. I'm so glad that we got to connect and I got to chat with you. I've heard of, I, Bobby back in the day in New York, I don't think I ever made it to one of the parties. I don't know why, but I remember Tom would tell me about them a lot of the time. So I've known about you for years now, you know, and, uh, again, I'm so grateful that Tom brought you up again, uh, and just so thankful for this conversation so that, you know, I, so that I could learn, but most importantly, so that we can share this knowledge with other people so that they can learn. And really just so people can have different thoughts and just different ways to think about something. And if it resonates with you and that's what you want to do and it clicks and makes sense, then yay, then do that. And if it's something that maybe, you know, you're just not there quite yet, like I said, years ago living in the city, I might not have been there to have received Bobby and all of his beautiful words and then his mind. And if you're not there yet, that's okay too. Maybe this is just a little seed that will be planted that may, you know, come to fruition later. And that's something I've realized too. There's so much power in just that little, in just that little seed and just that little droplet of a new way of thinking, because you really have no idea how that can really progress and, and manifest into something amazing later. Because there's definitely been times in the past when I was younger that people would say kind of things in this realm and I would be like, what are you talking about? It's like, what? Like, And I just was not even there. But I'm grateful for those because those were the things that started to at least let me know that that type of thought existed. Mm -hmm. And that just cracked me open just a little bit and then a little bit again and again and again. And just these tiny little cracks over time that eventually cracked fully open and then allowed this sort of being to to flood into me totally and i think it's healthy to have um some skepticism with yeah. some new ideas you yeah. know it, you, you should test it for yourself and yes. and test it against the other things you know and, and see how it applies to you and if you want to give it a try or if you want to believe it I love that. So true, man, too. I think that's a huge part of it, being a little skeptical. I think in everything, we should challenge it a little bit or question it a little bit or be skeptical and you know, not totally remove things from us and negate them and, and be blind to them. But I think that's a, a, a huge point to be a little skeptical and then see, right? See what would work. Just because these things work for Bobby and me, doesn't mean it's going to work the same for you. We're, we're all different. And that's a beautiful part about this reality. Um, we're all different. So it, it may not have the same sort of an impact at all. So I think that was just, thank you, Bobby, for saying that. That is a great point just to not dive into something, you know, full force just because we believe in it. But, you know, think about it a little bit more. I think that was a great point too. test it against the things that you're doing and don't do something because you know, I or Bobby are doing it, do it because it resonates and feels right for you. You know, when you test these things and, you know, do it, what feels good. If, if, you know, this is resonating with you and connecting with you, great. And if it's not, then that's okay too. But I think it's important just to, to be true to ourselves and, and just really not just take things so quickly and openly, but challenge them a little bit and then just see what resonates most with our soul and, and who we are. All right. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah. Dude, if you can just let everybody, before we cut out, please let everybody know, again, just the website, where they can find you guys, where they're able to get these practices and, and, and learn from you and do these teachings um, with the studio and with Warehouse. So just, if I was someone listening, I would want to know where I can tap more into you and what you're doing. So just please let everybody know about that. Yeah, for sure. So it's a warehousenyc.com. You could sign up for our mailing list there. You could poke around on the website. Feel free to send us messages or questions about anything you've heard here. We're also on Instagram at a warehouseNYC. And uh, my personal Instagram is at physical.observer. Um, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear if you have questions, comments, concerns. 
um, shares. I, I, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear how this information bounced off of you, how you received it. Nice, thanks, buddy. And I know we mentioned those things in the beginning, but I always like to just wrap things up at the end once someone has the full conversation, so that you know they can make that choice and, and dive a little bit deeper if if they want to. This has been an incredible conversation. Um, I hope everybody felt the same way. I have definitely grown and learned and I, I appreciate you so much, Bobby, man. I, I appreciate just who you are, how you're showing up in the world. It seems like every single day and then what you are doing in order to just try to help people and at least give people another way of thinking, another way of consciousness, just to see if it may relate and connect to them, man. I have so much love for you, dude. You seem like just such a genuine, good soul. You really have this calming, beautiful energy about you, man. And um, it just feels really good. So I appreciate you. Thanks, man. The feeling is mutual. I have so much love for you. I'm so appreciative of uh, you inviting me on the show. It was a great conversation. I'd love to do it again. And thank you so much. Thanks for everyone who's listening. Hell yeah. Thanks, buddy. And everybody who's listening, we love you so much. We appreciate you being here and being present during our conversation. I cannot wait to see everybody again next time. And Bobby, one more time, man. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Love you too, man. Have a good one.